Welcome back. We are broadcasting live. We are at Summerfest, and that's where first time since 2010 back doing a broadcast at Summerfest. And so glad, so glad to be here uh, today. Compliments of our friends from Generac. Uh, we are on top of the power bar and uh, here in the, uh, the, the Generac Pavilion and overlooking the stage. And they finished their sound check with the, the DJ. They've got Young Gravy headlining here tonight. And so much other good stuff and a lot of good memories. Uh, it's great to see so many. The Summerfest staff, while some faces have changed, there's so many good people that I remember that we worked with over the years. I mean, for the first, uh, what was it, 11, 12 years that I was in the state of Wisconsin, from 99 all the way through 2010, um, we did 12 Summerfests. And uh, it was great. Uh, so many good friends, so many good people. That's where I met my buddy Mike Balot. He was one of the security guys down here, uh, you know, keeping people off the stages and stuff. And, you know, obviously Bo Black was so instrumental for so many years. And then Don Smiley took it over. And now he's uh, he's backed off. And, uh, you know, that we've got new regime in, but still see a lot of the same faces. So great to see so many people here at Summerfest. Uh, this is from Jacob. Jacob says, uh, is Wong's Walk still there? I love their egg rolls. Yes. Jacob, they are. Wong's Walk is still here. Uh, as a matter of fact, I was just looking over there. Wong's Walk is still here. The Charcoal Grill is still here. What's sad is my buddy uh, uh, Ballesteri, he is gone from the uh, Venice Club. Venice Club is no longer here. I lo- used to love their eggplant. Just to walk around eating the eggplant here. And the Ven- Joe Ballesteri is no longer here. And uh, But now it's called El Jefe. El Jefe. And one, one other thing, they got a Lumonati's down here as well. So Lumonati's down here on uh, the Summerfest grounds. But good food, a lot of good beverages. We all know that. And uh, they've rebuilt the stages. They've expanded this place. It's, it's grown over the years. So uh, Summerfest, a lot of good stuff going on down here. 877-867-1670 for those that uh, just chime in with us on the network. And you can get a hold of us uh, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. Over on Twitter, you can find us on Facebook and on Instagram, The Bill Michael Show. Pictures from earlier today I posted. Uh, you can check those out. Uh, also, you can find us on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts as well. You can listen to us live each and every day on WOZN, The Zone, Madison. The Zone, Madison. Uh, let's get back to the phone calls. Uh, Dwayne and Oshkosh been holding for a while. Uh, Dwayne, how you doing today, man? What's up? Hey, Bill. Yeah, you've got somebody on your there they are. Maybe they went away. Can you hear me? I got you. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, there's definitely a woman's voice on your yeah. phone, so whatever that is. Uh, yep. Hey, thanks for the radio memory of uh, Cincinnati, because this, uh, this traveling microphone also was in Cincinnati at one time, so those are fun memories. Yeah. Um, yeah, whatever this is, they're, they're completely on your phone. Yeah, it. I can hear it too. It sounds terrible. Give me your thought real quick, and then we'll uh, see if we can't fix that well, or knock on the door and tell them to stop. Yeah, and I'm I'm looking at not doing the same thing with the box and that little little correction, uh, correction history. If you if you're looking at the defensive player of the year award, Brooke didn't win that. Jackson from Memphis won that. I think they're going to have a defensive system very much like Toronto this year for the Bucks. And when I look at the championship team, and I think this gets not thought about enough, 
Chris did not play forward. He was our two guard. Tucker was the power and Giannis was the small. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking to bring that back, we don't have a power forward. No. We've got a gap there right now because I don't know if Crowder's supposed to be Tucker, He's, but that was supposed to I be would, Crowder. Yeah, and I I wouldn't keep Middleton or Lopez at this time. And I know that's gonna bring up a lot of yells and angst and all that, but I just don't think Chris is the same Chris anymore. I don't think he generates offensively or defensively what he used to do. Um, and if you looked at any of the contracts that are signing, not even with free agency, which I guess begins today, they're insane. They're through, through the roof. And I don't think you're going to get those guys on two-year deals. I would love to see Kelly Oubre come in. I think he'd be a real great addition to this team. And there are some free agent centers out there that you know can kind of plug the hole. But this is going to be more of – if you're bringing the band back together, you better figure out something to power forward. If you're not going to be able to bring the band back together, and there is talk on the West Coast that the Lakers are going after Brooke, um, I would say, hey, Giannis, it's your team. You and Drew, figure it out. But we're bringing yeah. in some offensive firepower, and they've got to develop Marshawn Beauchamp. Well, that's another guy that you're right. Uh, you'd like to see him develop. And going back to Oubre, uh, you know, I mean, that guy, he gave you uh, damn near 20 points a game uh, for the Hornets this past yeah. season and picked up good four or five too. rebounds a game. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, pretty good defender. Uh, not huge in the assist department. Uh, don't get me wrong. You're not bringing him in for that. But as far as the steals and the rebounds go, absolutely. So I, I couldn't argue with yeah. that uh, if you wanted to go in and I got one, you can get him. I got one final one for you before this lady drives me nuts talking in your phone. Uh, the, your, your listener said about you having the young and all that, and uh, you'll know this, and it was the late, uh, late legendary Larry Lujak, and a kid came up to him at a gig one time and said, Mr. Lujak, I wanna, when I grow up, I want to be just like you, and Lujak looked at him and says, you can't do both, kid. <laughs> True. <laughs> Good stuff. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, Dwayne. Dwayne and Oshkosh joining us for a couple of minutes. And hanging out. Uh, he's right. Um, you know, now he says he doesn't want Middleton or Lopez. The team's getting old, got to go younger. I agree with that. Sometimes it's one, what you can afford, two, what you have, and three, you know, you, it's kind of like when uh, the Packers gave Nick Perry all that money. We all knew it wasn't going to be a good contract, but he was the best guy still on the board as far as an outside pass rusher goes. And we knew he wasn't good because we had had him, you know, up close and personal. That's part of the problem. Right now, If put it this way, I am not – Middleton is coming off of 14 months of injuries where he finally started to get back. He finally started to feel good. He finally started to contribute. He's got, for the first time, much like David Bakhtiari this year, this offseason, much like that for Chris Middleton, first offseason where he's not rehabbing. He's not, you know, rehabbing a knee or a leg issue. You know, he's not going through any of that. So – that's that's why I'm hopeful Middleton comes back. He's he's healthy. He's stellar. He's ready to go. I'm looking forward to that. Lopez, on the other hand, he's coming off of his best. He's coming off of his bet one of his best seasons uh, in recent history, and played extremely well. Looked like he still had more pep in his step. Defensively speaking, played extremely well. Coming off of the defense, one of the defensive players of the year. So you look at him and you think, okay. Do you really – are you looking to parlay that into the next four years to end your career at super, super big money? Or are you looking to, say, still get paid millions and 
get a legitimate shot at another ring. Because I don't think he's going to get that in San Antonio right away. Uh, Sacramento, maybe. Houston, no. So there's maybe one place he would go to get both money and a ring. And I don't know if he's if just adding him is going to be enough to get Sacramento over the hump, even though Sacramento's a pretty good team. I just I, I, I don't see that. So maybe he looks at it and says, look, I'll take a little less money for a legitimate shot at a ring over the next couple of years, and maybe, just maybe, you can find the Milwaukee Bucks back uh, deep into the postseason and in the NBA Finals. 877-867-1670. I want to go back to what Derek and Albany had said a little bit earlier, and he was talking about the offensive line and the importance – of the line this year, the most important piece. Um, that's probably it's it's not a fashionable thought, but it's probably more true than you realize. And this is the reason: you have to have an offensive line to block for a new quarterback. Okay, and they're one of the best pass blocking offensive lines in football, no doubt. Uh, we know David Bakhtiari has already called Elton Jenkins and said, hey, we're going to be the best left side of an offensive line of football. Uh, maybe he doesn't know who's going to play right tackle right now. Maybe he's not quite sure about the center position. But they're all veterans. They've all been there, done that. Probably would be Yash Nyman or Zach Tom. We'll see what happens. But the bottom line is the offensive line is veteran. They've got a lot of snaps. They've got a lot of experience. And they're pretty good. Okay. So, one, the offensive line is going to have to pass block, and they're, going to, they're, they're good at it. Two, they're not a great run-blocking offensive line, but the one thing is familiarity. You still have Aaron Jones and, and A.J. Dillon. You still got familiarity uh, with the offensive line. That helps because you kind of know guys' tendencies, where they go, what they do, what, where their power is, where their weaknesses are from behind the line of scrimmage if you're Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. That can help the run game. And if it gives Jordan Love an extra second to throw the football, it also gives Musgrave and Kraft and Watson and Dobbs and Reed and all those guys, it gives them an extra second to get open. So it's not fashionable to look at, but I think he's absolutely correct in the sense that the offensive line, as far as the offense goes, is probably the most important piece coming back this season because everything else seems to be relatively new. You know, all the weaponry, I mean, obviously except for the running backs, but all the weaponry, the quarterback, the guy delivering the football, every, everything's new. Even though Jordan Love's been there and he's taken a ton of the starters' reps, and I, I get all that. But all of this, the rest of this seems relatively new. So it's all going to be incredibly important. Uh, 877-867-1670, you want to find us. That's the way to chime in and get your voice heard, Put put you on the air. Um, the, uh, who's this from? Uh, Max says, uh, Hey Bill, remembering my first Summerfest concert, the first Summerfest lineup I ever went to, I saw why shore, why shore. I don't remember why shore. There's a, the Y store S T O R E, unless you hit the wrong, wrong letter. Why store? I remember, I just don't know what they sang. I just remember the name from years gone by. I did some music radio for years too, but uh, and this is. Uh, he also says the Brian Stetzer Orchestra rocked it. <laughs> Stray Cat Strut. There you go. I do remember that. That's awesome. Oh goodness. Um, 
This one's uh, this was from Jacob. Jacob said, "Oh, he, Jacob again." He said, "I hate to bug you for a second time, but is it Myers Leonard time? Does John Horst even start to try to finagle a sign and trade to get I don't know a guy like Zach Collins? Um, could he go in that direction? What would that do to a Bucks team?" that after all the drama surrounding the first time Giannis could have gotten out of the, the deal out of you know when he was going for the Supermax. Um, now, that ring followed, remember. They, he ended up staying, and they got a ring. But if you're staring down that barrel again, does that help this team dramatically? 877-867-1670, good point. Good point. I, I can't uh, – I don't think they're going to go young like that. I think, to be honest, as much as we can kind of speculate, I think for the most part it's prob- they're probably going to run it back unless another team jumps in and steps up and takes away Brooke Lopez. Or I can't imagine Middleton going anywhere else. I just can't. Can't imagine that. But let's just say um, somebody jumps in and, and takes Chris Middleton. Then I think maybe things start to change dramatically. For the uh, for the Bucks, but otherwise, I think they're going to run it back with what they got, and then you got to figure out a way to use Jay Crowder and put him into that situation and make him a more viable piece. And with a full off season training camp, the whole thing, maybe he becomes more acclimated with whatever it is Adrian Griffin's going to do to make this team better. And maybe it's just a matter of enthusiasm, coaching wise, some moves down the down the stretch, you know, some some different defenses, defensive looks, you know, between him and the mind that is Terry Stotts. I like that. I like that group together. So maybe it's just something as simple as a few tweaks here. Let's hope it's something as simple as a few tweaks here or there in that sense. We are broadcasting live. We're on the Summerfest uh, grounds. We are here at the Generac Pavilion. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at TheNiceAsh.com. TheNiceAsh.com. The Nice Ash, uh, downtown uh, Waukesha, as a matter of fact. Downtown, 323 West Main Street. Downtown Waukesha, big walk-in humidor. They have entertainment Thursday, Friday, Saturday, different hookahs, flavors, fine bourbons, whiskeys, you name it. Great place to go. And if you can't come to Summerfest and listen to the music, that's a great place to do it. 323 West Main Street, downtown Waukesha. And as they say, get your ass in here. More of the Bill Michael Show live at Summerfest coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome to Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. May I take your order? I'd like nine windows, please. Of course. All our products are custom made just for you. I'm hoping they'll match my home. Of course they can. Have it your way. Excuse me? We're talking about windows, right? Yes, we customize any decor. Our design options are virtually limitless. Even more customized than your coffee. So, you're like my personal barista for windows and doors. Exactly. And you couldn't have picked a better time because if you customize your order by August 31st, you can bundle and save big. Good deal. That was easy. Thank you. Drive through. Pella's premium wood windows and patio doors feature distinguished craftsmanship and nearly endless possibilities. Bundle and save when you customize your order by August 31st at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com. What 
want to say thanks to our friends at Burn Pit Barbecue, veteran-owned, based right here in the state of Wisconsin. Go to burnpitbbq.com. Whether it's sauces, rubs, hot sauces, they got it. And they are veteran-owned, and they have grown exponentially over the last couple of years, and it's all thanks to you, doing most part to you. And uh, don't forget, go to burnpitbbq.com. Summertime is grilling time, and it's Burn Pit Barbecue. Burnpitbbq.com. That is burnpitbbq.com. I got an email, and I wanted to get into this because we were talking about this uh, just a little while ago. And uh, this one is from Mike. Mike says, uh, Mike in Milwaukee. Mike says, this is the way I see things going for the Brewers and the Reds. You tell me if you agree. He says the Brewers, or, or let's start with the Reds. He said the Reds lose two out of three to San Diego. They win three out of four against Washington, lose two out of three to Milwaukee, and then lose two out of three to Milwaukee again. That would give them a six and eight record. Okay. He said the Brewers, on the other hand, going to Pittsburgh, they win two out of three. They split with the Cubs. They beat Cincinnati two out of three, and then beat Cincinnati two out of three again. He said that would give them an eight and five mark. He said that would mean, as it sits today at forty-three and thirty-eight, the Brewers would have a two-game lead coming out of this strong stretch. Do you feel that's enough to make the Milwaukee Brewers buyers? That, if it goes that way, that's a great question. If it goes that way, I could certainly see Cincinnati, uh, who's somewhat come back down to earth and their pitching is not good, I can see them losing two out of three to San Diego. I could see that. I can see them beating up on Washington. That's for damn sure. Washington, just not not a good baseball team. Washington right now 32-48 and 48 on the season, and uh, they have just been foundering. As a matter of fact, uh, they have given up a ton of runs as of late, although they've won the last two. But uh, they're, what, I think even with winning the last two, I think prior to that over the last 12, I think they're only like three and eight or something to that effect. They, they've not been playing good baseball. So I could certainly see Cincinnati going in there and getting three from them. Now, Cincinnati has to come to Milwaukee. Can the Brewers just get two out of three over next weekend? To sustain. Is that a possibility? Absolutely. Absolutely. Albeit, uh, unless Abbott pitches. Abbott's, had, you know, the only time he's ever thrown against the Brewers, he pretty much baffled him to, uh, to, through a no-hitter for a long period of time. Um, so, anyway. But then you got to go to Great American Ballpark. Ball flies down there. Brewers have not – their offense, as we all know, has been bad, sporadic. The Reds pound the ball at Great American Ballpark. I can see the Brewers losing two out of three down there. But if you say, if you go by what you say, yeah, you know, okay, then uh, the Reds are 6-8 and eight and the, the Brewers are going to be 8-5, and five and absolutely. However, let's, uh, let's go with what the Brewers got going on. That would mean they have to take two out of three from Pittsburgh this week. And now don't forget Chicago. Chicago's, man, they're hard charging. Stroman has been fantastic. That pitching staff has been unbelievable. And we all know, again, going back to the offensive prowess, this Brewers team, has struggled to hit the baseball. They're back at American Family Field, and it's it, you know it's not going to be a given. It's just not. I think they fare better against Cincinnati than they do against Chicago. I think they can take two out of three against Cincinnati before the break. But again, you got to go back to Great American Ballpark where they, the Reds pound the hell out of the baseball. It's very it's very possible. It's very possible 
that coming out of the coming you know into the second half uh, of this season when they go off to Philadelphia before they come back the Brewers face Atlanta and then finally that series against Cincinnati back at American Family Field remember uh, which is I think it's uh, late July it's like uh, it's it's a Monday Tuesday Wednesday series but it's late July that's right before the trade deadline because then they got to go go to Atlanta you may not see much movement or at least rumor until that period of time because the Brewers, you, you, they could be bouncing back and forth. You know, they could be try, just trying to see if they're going to be able to sustain. Because Cincinnati, they go from uh, – they have Milwaukee at home, then a four-game series with San Francisco, then they get Arizona, then they get the Brewers again, then they get the Dodgers before the, all, before the trade deadline. That's not an easy road to go either. So it's it's probably not going to be who beats up on who. It's going to be who beats up on that competition and is able to start to kind of emerge through stiffer competition before you figure out who's actually going to be a buyer and a seller for the top spot in the division, if that makes sense. So great breakdown. I appreciate that. I just don't know if, if going into the all-star break, that's going to be the determining factor, you know, for this group. You know, just before the All-Star break. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. Do we think, Bill, it matters if the Brewers have a lead or not? Just because last year, which was obviously the year previous, where they had all these guys like the Burns, Woodruff, Haters, mm-hmm. they had all those guys under contract for even longer. So, in theory, if you knew you were going to blow it up in, in 2022, where they just started with the Hater, um, they had a four-game lead when they traded right. Josh Hader. I, I don't know if it matters at this point. If if Mark Ananasio says the word, uh, that's yeah. what happens. I don't, and, and again, on the the there's two sides to this. The sensible side, going with what you, you we were talking about with you yesterday, the sensible side would say, don't go crazy. Maybe get some prospects. You're probably going to continue on with whatever – you know, veiled rebuild you're going to do with the public or maybe get rid of some of the higher-end talent, so to speak, or higher-end money to be able to kind of rebuild this thing. Sense would tell you that. My question is, can the Brewers withstand right there, You say, in the lead? Say they do get a two-game lead. If you have a two-game lead, you're the top dog in the division. Can the Brewers take another mass PR hit by dumping salary? You know what I mean? How bad that optic is going to look to just the average fan to See, say this is the second year in a row. You've been in the lead. You refuse to take a chance. You know, it's already screw you for asking us for money for the stadium. Can you imagine the PR hit that Mark Atanasio is going to take and that Brewers organization is going to take if they start dumping salary again with another National League Central lead? See, it's just that one thing. Like, I, I totally get your point, and it makes sense, but it's it's just like I just don't put it past the ownership because of what they did last year. And I know I got to get last year out of my head, but as right. a, a fan and everything, I think there's a lot of fans that are sitting here thinking, well, if they did it last year, why wouldn't they do it this year? Right. I And I think a lot of people are like that, but I think they're sitting on the fence waiting to find out what the Brewers are going to do before they jump back on that bandwagon. Because I, I just – I don't know. There's so many people angry. And, and again, I, I go to that poll question we put out the other day about do you trust Brewers front office. 76% of people said no, we don't. We don't. So, I, there, it's not it's not a good PR look right now for them. 
if you just look and, at the contracts, Bill, like last year it said all in, let's go win. You know what I right. mean? It, it said that, and then this year would have been the year that if you were toiling around 500 and, and you know, you had Burns – uh, you know, a year and a half, I guess, at this point out from being a free agent and Woodruff and all those, then I could understand the sell if you were you're playing 500 baseball. But at mm-hmm. this point, you knew your window was 2022 and 2023, probably a big sell-off in the winter of 2023 into 2024 right. because that's how they operate. And the fact that in most fans' mind you cheated them out of one and maybe two years, it doesn't right. sit good. Nope, I completely agree. 100%. I, it just, I can't imagine the PR optics this team would take if they dumped salary again, if they were sellers. And, and I can't imagine the PR optics they would take if they, say, have a two-game lead or a three-game lead and don't do anything. We we might have a Rachel Phelps situation on our hands if they sell at the deadline. Yes. And then, uh-huh. uh, then old Mark gets out in front of everyone and says, well, you know, we can either do it my way or I could sell the team or we'll, we'll move it. Right. And Which that, is kind of what, what Cincinnati went through with Castellini last year when Castellini stood on the stage on opening day and said, you know, we are what we are. What are you going to do? And basically dared him to say sell the team. And now look at them, you know. Now they're battling. But, yeah, it's uh, – That would be the ultimate uh, your move if, if he did come out and say, well, I'm thinking about moving the team anyway, so I don't care what you think. Well, most people believe that he, he took the initiative on moving the Oakland A's to Las Vegas – so he can go through the motions as to see what it's like to be, you know, as far as all the, the ramifications and hurdles you have to go through to be able to move a, a Major League Baseball team. If that were uh, to happen, I know what this is all hypothetical, but if that were to happen, I would say probably for, for Mark Antanasio's best interest, he probably should never come back to the state. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. And it's funny because he has been so lauded for so long, for just being transparent and being a guy that's, you know, it's not all about the money. I was surprised when he got Colton Wong and he traded for, and he brought brought in, uh, even though uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. didn't work out, but they spent money that offseason coming out of COVID. And I'm like, wow, I thought they would definitely start cutting all the fat and just getting rid of salary because they didn't make any money. And I'm thinking, boy, this guy's a different owner, man, in a small market. And then the hater thing happened. And now you went, wait, what? What? Why? Why would you do that? And no, I agree. Let's do this. We're going to step away. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back. We'll get back into this discussion and uh, kind of go from there. We're broadcasting live. We're at Summerfest. We're on the Generac Pavilion, and uh, which is awesome. It's a trem- tremendous view. You've been, uh, If you've been watching on the live stream, it's been a view you've been paying attention to pretty much all day, and we can't say thanks enough to them. Don't forget, to tomorrow, Saturday, July 1st, Summerfest Military and First Responder Appreciation Day, with Generac, who is bringing you this day. So if you're a uh, personnel for a military duty, fire, police, EMT, bring in uh, your, your driver's license and veteran classification even. Whatever it is, uh, bring it in with your ID card and get in between noon and 6, and you and up to four family members get in absolutely free here at Summerfest. Going to go ahead and take a quick break. we got more to get to. Stay tuned. We'll be back right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. What a beautiful day. We are broadcasting live, as you can, uh, as you can see. You're watching on the uh, live stream. People starting to stroll through the grounds, and uh, the gates open up here at noon. So we're about 20 minutes away, 
and uh, just kind of hanging out on the Summerfest grounds and the Generac stage and the pavilion. And not only are we going to be here today, but then tomorrow, if you're going to come by, don't forget it's First Responder Day. We'll talk more about that coming up here in just a short bit. But uh, we are going to have uh, a guest on, uh, talk a little bit more about this. Uh, and uh, we'll also uh, discuss uh, the free admission for tomorrow. If you are a first responder, if you're a veteran, military member, uh, and you got your family members with you, so there's going to be good stuff going on down here today. It's all brought to you by our friends at Generac who bring us to the stage today. The first time back here doing a live broadcast in 10 years. 10 years. Been a, or Really, actually more than that. Since 2010, it's been more than that. Been more than a decade. So it's good to be back. Good to be back. Maybe we, do, maybe we make this a yearly thing now. Good to be back in that sense. Uh, 877-867-1670. Find us. That's the phone number. Uh, Rick says, by the way, if the Brewers do yet another salary dump, people should go nuts. People should go nuts. My question is, Rick, are you talking about, I would assume you're talking about the negative side of nuts, not the positive side of nuts, right? You're talking about getting PO'd, for lack of a better term. Uh, this is from, uh, Jackie, Jackie. Nope. That's already read that one from a little bit earlier today. As a matter of fact, sorry about that, Jackie. I didn't want to reread your email twice. Uh, this was from Kelly. Kelly said, uh, Hey Bill, uh, as a lifelong Brewers fan and a season ticket holder, I would be extremely disappointed. And this is one thing we have not gotten a hold of is, is the season ticket holders. Uh, she says I would be, or he, I apologize, say that I would be extremely disappointed if they did this yet again. The money keeps going up around American Family Field, whether it's for beers, mixed drinks, or food, yet we keep seeing the payroll, as they account in parentheses, going up to all-time highs, yet you're really not buying new players. Uh, I've heard you use the analogy many times before. It's great if everybody else is running around in a Corvette and you buy a Corvette. Otherwise, if you're buying a Ford Pinto, it doesn't mean much. You're just spending a lot of money on a Ford Pinto. And that's from Kelly. Uh, yes, I do that. I, I do bring that analogy up quite a bit, quite a bit. I know we talk about, you know, all-time high in payroll. This is the most that you've ever spent. Well, okay, but it's also the most the Mets have ever spent. And you're talking about a difference of $200 million. So are you really keeping up, or are you just spending your own money and kind of, you know, treading water at, at that point in time? Now, again, and, and Kelly, I, I caution you and everybody else that's listening, we did this the other day. We went through the breakdown. The top seven teams of payroll in Major League Baseball are not winning their division. I'll say that again. The top seven teams via payroll in Major League Baseball are not winning their division right now. Now, they very well may. Before it's all said and done. Who knows? But right now, no. They're not doing it. Throughout Major League Baseball, when you look at team payrolls and and who spent the most, the Mets, $344 million, not winning their division. The Yankees, $279, not winning their division. The Padres, $246. Nope. The Philadelphia Phillies, $242. Nope. The Dodgers right now, $228. Nope. The Angels are charging hard. And Shohei Otani is certainly uh, you know up for an MVP candidacy, but nope. 217 million. Toronto Blue Jays, nope, 212 million. You got to get to the Atlanta Brave and the Texas Rangers at number eight and number nine before you say, okay, you finally see somebody spending a significant amount of money that they're actually winning their division. So with the Mets, the Yankees, Padres, Phillies, Dodgers, Angels, and Jays, nope. Meanwhile, don't forget, you got the Diamondbacks who are ranked number 21. Miami's right there, hanging around anyway in the East. Uh, you've got Cincinnati, who's been battling for the top spot with the Brewers in the in the Central, ninety three million dollars. 
Number 25 in all of baseball. Pittsburgh's been toiling away. 77. Number 27 in all of baseball. Tampa Bay is leading the American League East with the 28th-ranked payroll at $76 million. And Baltimore, obviously, has been right there as well at 67. But $76 million bucks, $76 million. The Yankees are spending $203 million more, more than the Tampa Bay Rays, and they're not winning their division. So it's not always about the money. It's about the money being spent on the right players, on the right players. Just keep it in mind. Bill, the crazy part about the Atlanta Braves, though, they yep. locked up all those young guys with yep. those intermittent intermittent uh, contracts for a long mm-hmm. period of time. Like that 200 million now might look like a lot, but in three, four, five years, right. those guys are all locked up, and the Braves are going to be relatively cheap with a lot of studs. Yep. They'll have this pretty much the same payroll, a little bit more, pretty much the same payroll, and all of that talent. I completely agree with you. It's it's a little bit of a mind screw, but you, you get the point. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away. We're going to come back, and we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on down here. We'll take a break from sports programming. We'll get into some of the uh, first responder stuff and some of the stage stuff. You are looking right now, uh, watching on the live stream, looking live down the, uh, the main walk area right outside the uh, Generac stage here at uh, Summerfest, and we're going to talk a little bit more about what's going on right there on the Generac stage coming up later on tonight and then again tomorrow. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show live at Summerfest. Coming- Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome to Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. May I take your order? I'd like nine windows, please. Of course. All our products are custom-made just for you. I'm hoping they'll match my home. Of course they can. Have it your way. Excuse me? We're talking about windows, right? Yes. We customize any decor. Our design options are virtually limitless. Even more customized than your coffee. So you're like my personal barista for windows and doors. Exactly. And you couldn't have picked a better time because if you customize your order by August 31st, you can bundle and save big. Good deal. That was easy. Thank you. Drive through. Pella's premium wood windows and patio doors feature distinguished craftsmanship and nearly endless possibilities. Bundle and save when you customize your order by August 31st at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com. Welcome back to the program. We are broadcasting live. We are at Summerfest, and we're here on the uh, Generac Pavilion. If you want to call it the Power Bar upstairs. And uh, thanks to our friends from Generac for having us here. Big day tomorrow, first responder day, military day, veteran day, and can't wait to be a part of that with our friends from Fisher House, Wisconsin. Uh, And joining us uh, up here is William Cummings. He's the VP of Cybersecurity for Generac, also a military veteran as well, correct? Correct That's correct. Awesome. What what branch? So I was in, uh, in the Marine Corps. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I was uh, four years in the Marine Corps right out of high school. I wasn't ready to adult yet. So uh, <laughs> I opted for the military route right. before going to college. Okay. 
and uh, yeah, I had a, had a great four years. Met a lot of really good people, and yeah. and uh, then went out and uh, went to college afterwards. So let's uh, first of all let's talk about uh, Generac and the presence down here. It's been a great relationship. Uh, obviously, there was a lot of people like myself when Harley was here. It was awesome. I know that uh, Lee's was a Harley guy, so he loved it over here. Yep. But you guys just took it over, expanded it, ran with it, and this place is phenomenal. Oh, this is one of the it, probably the premier. Uh, side stage at Summerfest. I mean, it's just beautiful down here. If you if you haven't had an opportunity, come check it out. Um, you know, the 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 bridge and the and the skyline behind it. Uh, really a sight to see. It is. And for those that are watching on the live stream right now, uh, you can see what we're talking about. It's right. That's right behind us. So it's obviously a great view down here. And then uh, being a military guy, obviously tomorrow, fun yeah. day for you. Yeah, great day. So Interaction day and reunion day and story exactly. day. Yeah, <laughs> looking to hopefully meet a, a bunch of veterans and active duty military and, and first responders. So this is the first year. So Generac is hosting uh, Military Appreciate, Appreciation Day tomorrow. So all active duty uh, veterans of, of the military and then first responders uh, free admission to uh, to Summerfest, including up to four of their family members mm -hmm. as well. So it's a really exciting opportunity for us to give back to the veterans and the first responders who ultimately serve our country and our communities. Um, now, I'll be here tomorrow. Uh, Kristen and I will be down here as a part of uh, Fisher House, Wisconsin. And uh, let me ask you this because I don't know, and I'm on the board. Did we come to you or did you come to us? It's a partnership. Okay. I think, yeah, it's just a natural synergy between the two organizations. Yeah, because you have quite a few military members and veterans that are that are in Generac. Absolutely, hundreds of veterans. And so as part of our uh, employee resource group, so we have a, a military and families employee resource group at Generac. And so this, the whole purpose of that organization is to bring uh, veterans and supporters of the military together who mm -hmm. are at Generac and then partner with local um, organizations such as the Fisher House to give back to our veterans who may have needs or their families. So if the, the mission of, of the Fisher House obviously is um, providing housing and services to families wh who may have a loved one seeking medical attention within the Veterans Administration mm -hmm. uh, and their network of providers. So it's a great uh, partnership, obviously, and I know that you're doing a lot with the Fisher House as well. Uh, it's, it's a tremendous organization, and one of the things that I've always preached, and, and I every time I get a chance to say it, I do, is that you look at a lot of charities. As a matter of fact, I had one call me yesterday, and I said, can you just tell me what your dollars to cause is? And they hung up. They literally hung up on me. Yeah. And uh, so, but I'm proud to say we're always 85% or more and nationally 90. And sometimes you have some expenses that you incur, but for the most part, all that money goes right back into the house. And I've always said you can drive past it, you can touch it, you can feel it, you can smell it. You can actually see where the money goes, where yeah. a lot of charities you can't do that. So yeah. that's why we love what we do. Yeah, and that's why we love at Generac partnering with the Fisher House and, and other organizations such as the USO because it is meaningful to us. Uh, and to be able to give back in, in any capacity is wonderful. So uh, tomorrow also for Red Cross is going to be here too. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Correct. Yeah, so we have a uh, – we have a, a – a, I know a, a promotion, if you will, of uh, powering up, if you will. So that's a $100 additional fee. Um, so that guarantees you first row access to any of the uh, Generac Power Stage performers. Mm -hmm. And then all proceeds of that uh, power-up pass go to the American Red Cross. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's awesome. And uh, I know the, the last day is Walk the Moon, so everybody and their brother is going to be here for that. Yeah, that'll be a blast. So you got some really good acts that are on this. We were going through this. Now, you've been in this area for a long time, right? Oh, yeah, since 97. So, I mean, you've seen probably a ton of acts and been down here, and some you've seen sober, some you say haven't, like <laughs> right the rest of us. Right. But we were going through the list of acts, and, and when you start to think about all the different acts that we've seen down here, I was talking before about a lot of these acts that were on these regular what we called side stages. Yeah. 
and not inside the amphitheater. Yeah. And, you know, man, it's we've seen a lot. You know, Walk the Moon had one of the biggest hits just a couple of years ago. Sure. So you got him again. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and frankly, I, I had to ask my kids uh, with some of these acts now coming on. <laughs> you know, Young Gravy, I'm a Gen Xer, right? So I, I'm right. still trying to get up to speed. But Young Gravy's going to be on the stage tonight. That's a, yeah. a premier act nationally, globally now. Right. And so, uh, yeah, we're really excited. Yeah. We're, Walk the Moon was uh, Shut Up and Dance With Me was the big thing <laughs> a couple of years ago. So, And it still plays. I mean, I still hear it all the time on, like, pop rocks and stuff right, like that. Right, right, exactly, right. So uh, now when people ask, because I had a few people ask today, they're like, how do, we get at, how do we get down there? How do we get up on top of that thing? You, this is like where you kind of mix and mingle, so to speak. This is open. This is a tremendous pavilion, but it's yeah. it's very limited up here. Yeah, it's this is uh, it's VIP access up yeah. on the, up on the pavilion, but the the Generac power stage. The obviously, power up is what you want to do. Yeah, that's if you want to get front stage, absolutely the the power up, and then obviously it's serving a good cause with the American right. Red Cross. Folks um, can you know do it on the day or plan in advance, going to powerup2023.givesmart.com for that pass. Okay. But obviously for the first responders, the military and the veterans, free admission, uh, four family members, up to four family members, free admission as well. Mm -hmm. And then obviously free access to Generac's power stage. So, uh, and somebody just asked me, and I I just forgot to mention this, Generac is a Wisconsin company. Oh, absolutely. And that's the one thing people don't realize. Generac is everywhere. You see them on job sites. You see them in homes and hospitals and, and major, major players. But they're based right here in Wisconsin. In Waukesha, headquartered yeah. for, for generations, if you will. Yeah. And, uh, you know. Was Down there, Genesee Depot. Yeah. yeah. Genesee Depot. Um, started as a, you know, back in the day by Mr. Kern, uh, who's done a, a wonderful thing with, with the community. And, uh, you know, led now as a, as a publicly traded company, one of the fastest growing companies in the United States. Uh, so we just, you know, happy to be part of the community, headquartered in Wisconsin, in Waukesha. And, uh, you know, obviously doing whatever we can to give back. Uh, I know a lot of companies do a lot of stuff charitable-wise, and they kind of they kind of say it, but they don't really put their money where their mouth is. You guys are actually doing this and becoming a part of this, which is really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. We, whatever opportunity we can get um, to, to ha- you know, lend a hand in and the And I community. saw some of your volunteers yeah. running around here today in the Generac shirts oh, yeah. as well, which is cool. And you'll see the blue shirts. Uh, we have, uh, you know, our all-employee um, company party, if you will. Uh, so that's happening uh, both tomorrow tonight. And so you'll see the blue shirts uh, walking around as well. Yeah. So uh, our friends at Generac are hosting this. So tomorrow it is a first responder, military, veteran, member day. And you can bring in up to four family members uh, absolutely free. And that's the one thing we make sure it's between noon and six. Noon and six. After six, uh, then it goes back to being, you know, the prices and such. But also go to the Power Up page. And then you can also get yourself, uh, you know, right front row access for the uh, for the stage acts. And uh, who knows, maybe they see you running around there's a beer somewhere. Uh, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm sure we can work something out. <laughs> like I said, he, he sits down. Uh, William sits down next to me. And he says, what is this about? And I said, you know, it's like two good dudes short of the beer sitting in a bar BSing. He's like, cool. Right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this I've been there before. <laughs> right. I we, can do it again. We've all done that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and then uh, you guys have additional acts not only this weekend, but then next weekend, the final weekend. Uh, and uh, then you're going to have uh, big acts uh, for the Big Bang as well. So yeah. the fireworks will be going off down here and everything. So everybody's going to come down and enjoy it. Yeah. I, th- I think the big one is. Uh, uh, fly leaf coming up after uh, after Young Gravy, so that's okay. uh, that's another big one. William Cummings, head of uh, vice president of cybersecurity for Generac. Man, thanks so much. Hey, thanks bro. for your Thank service you. too, yeah, pal. Appreciate, appreciate it. it very much. Thank there you, you go. Uh, we're at the top of the hour, and uh, we're going to get ready to break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk some uh, Brewers baseball and uh, pick up where we left off a little bit with Packers football. And if you're uh, watching on the live stream, you see down the uh, the main area, which is by the way, they're going to open up the gates coming up here in just a couple of minutes. We're about two or three minutes away. 
from the gates for Summerfest opening up. Uh, you can see north in the, the Northwestern Mutual Tower and just beyond the giant smiley face and the gondolas will be moving and the Summerfest grounds are going to come to life right before our very eyes. And then uh, obviously the stage, the Generac stage is going to light up uh, at 5 o'clock tonight as well. And they've got a DJ on stage and then Young, uh, Young Gravy takes the stage at 9.30 tonight. So That'll be great, and I uh, hope to see all of you first responders. Like I said, our Fisher House tent, uh, Wade from Peeper Electric, is going to be here from noon to 3, and then Kristen and I will be manning the tent coming up tomorrow from uh, 3 to 6. So if you want to come by, you want to say hello, you want to get information on the motorcycle ride, we'll have the motorcycle ride. we got to get you guys involved in that. Oh, that'd be a blast. Do you ride? I don't. Okay. Yeah. Do you have anybody there that does? Quite a few. Yeah, that parking lot's full of Harleys. We'd love to get some of you guys. Yeah. Now great. we need to talk tomorrow. I'll oh, bring yeah. we, do, we do an annual ride. So the Do you? We, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We do a Fisher House ride. We're the second oh, yeah. largest ride in the state of Wisconsin. Let's let's plan it. Yeah. There we go. Coming up Sunday, September 3rd. I don't need a plan. I just need to get your people to, go <laughs> to join us. So there we go. We're going to at the top of the hour. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to get back into some Brewers baseball, some Packers football, some Bucks basketball. We'll do some music memories from down here at Summerfest as well. Stay tuned. A whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show is coming up. And, oh, by the way, I want to remind you, speaking of those that uh, do want to get signed up, uh, the motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd, and you can see it on your screen. Uh, you've got uh, the pre-registration. All you got to do is scan the QR code. It'll take you right to the pre-reg. The pre-reg prizes only are the uh, trip to Chicago. We're going to take a couple of people down to see uh, Jordan Love's first game against the Bears, plus an overnight stay at the Chicago Grand River Walk. We also have a whiskey and cigar basket. That's valued at over a thousand bucks now through donations. That's available for pre-registration and also a weekend getaway at the Four Seasons Island Resort and a Champagne Basket. That's just for those who pre-register. So get pre-registered, and we hope to see you down at the Harley Davidson Museum come Sunday, September 3rd, and then we ride from there. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is coming up right after this.